Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hope. My name is Tammy Lynn Connors. This is my YouTube channel and podcast, Helping Other People Evolve. Today, I have my new friend, Ricky, on here. How are you today, Ricky? Doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing? Great, great. And you're down in South Carolina, right? I'm in the big state of South Carolina. <laughs> How's the weather down there today? You know, it's kind of chilly now. We had some warm weather, but now I guess the cold weather wanted to come out for a little while. So Yeah, that's what we had today. I went out today. And it was sunny, and I was like, okay. And I didn't grab my coat. It was 21 degrees. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. So yeah. we're enjoying March, February weather in March is what we're doing right now. So <laughs> a little different. But so everybody that knows, um, knows I always come across people, God puts them in my life. You know, um, it's funny how that happens. So I was on TikTok and I've had many people on here from TikTok that I've met Ricky. It's kind of cool. So I came across Ricky because he likes to dance. Um, he's a coach and I came across his TikTok. It was like the dancing motivational coach or something like that. And I was like, oh, look at this guy. He's so fun. And then I ended up doing a duet with him. And then I messaged him about being on hope. And so what my vision and mission with hope is, is just to help people know that they don't struggle alone. Let people know that there is hope out there, that you can get up and go fight your day, whatever your battle is. And we hear different stories. Not all people go through struggles, but most people do. And they get to a strength. Um, there's people out here that are out here inspiring people and helping people to get through their days. And Ricky is one of those people like this man is an inspiration to so many. And then he's also a coach at Clemson, correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So he's a football coach at Clemson. And he, I love watching your videos because some of them you're just dancing and, and I see the, the players or whoever walking through just looking at you like, dude, what are you doing? So I guess let's just go with, you know, like who Ricky is, why you've decided to, you know, do your motivational speaking and the things that you do. Well, I'm from uh, a big city called Bamberg right here in South Carolina. And, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to go play football at Clemson. Um, so I played at Clemson. Then I played five years in the NFL. And then uh, when I was coming out of the NFL, uh, that's kind of when I was uh, kind of depressed. I was depressed right. and down. And I had some, some real bad anxiety for about two years. And then I figured out my purpose shortly after that at this high school called North Myrtle Beach High School. Um, and my purpose was to work with kids and encourage kids. So, you know, I got into uh, training kids and then I got into, somebody talked me into being a substitute teacher. And then I coached high school football. My son moved down um, with me and I got into coaching and, and that's kind of how I got into working with kids and coaching. And then uh, the whole dancing thing came about. I just always liked to dance. So uh, one morning, one of my friends posted me dancing. Everybody loved it. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I'll post it every Monday. And then I knew that I had to be able to connect with kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, as a leader, I know you got to be able to speak to them on their on their level. You got to, you know what I'm saying? So I said, you know what? I'm going to dance. So... I went in and I wore a shirt that said dancing for smiles. And on the back, it said at the time, the dancing substitute teacher. So I, I, I would do dance battle with the kids and uh, they loved it. But they, they didn't know, little did they know was that I was doing that to just grab their attention. And when I did that, I was like, I got y'all now. So, right. so that's kind of short 
long, short, short, short story how I kind of got into being the dance, the dancing substitute teacher. And then now it's the dancing weight room coach. But for life, it'll be the dancing motivational speaker. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So you were in the NFL, you said, for five years? Five years. Yeah, five years. Okay. And then when you got out of there, you said then a little bit of depression and stuff sunk in, started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yep. Yep. I, I sure did. Yep. So when with that anxiety, I'm I'm a big mental health person. Like I'm really big on mental health. I think it's so important. And I really, really, especially mental health in men. And I always say, I think it's probably because I had boys. So I feel like with my son, it's just been really a big thing for me, like making sure that his mental health is good, you know, and, and letting him know that it's okay to reach out for help. It's okay, you know, to feel these ways and feel your feelings. So when you discovered that you were having depression and things did you go seek counseling or anything like that well we wind back you know okay. i i started having i started having mental and health issues in college okay but didn't give it attention mm. i knew something was something was a little different you know yeah. the way i would think and and some of the things i would think about and i would throw up before games and my coaches thought it was you know i was just hyped and excited but what mm-hmm. we found out there it was anxiety. So in college, they they got me to talk to a therapist. But of course, college kid, I only told right. them what I wanted. So uh, I went through college with that. And then when I got in the NFL, it got worse. I started to really, really throw up a lot and uh, have thoughts and sleeping, struggle with sleeping a lot. Um, and then when I got to the New York Jets, that's when Rex Ryan was like, look, you know, we want to sign you, but I'm not signing you unless you talk to our therapist. Okay. And like, depending on what you talk, depending on how that conversation goes, then we'll talk about it. So I was like, oh, crap. I got to tell the truth. So I talked to this therapist and told the truth, and it felt amazing. And um, that's when I figured out, that's when I finally gave my anxiety and depression, my mental health energy, and I figured out what was going on. So mm-hmm. I knew I knew about it a long time ago, but now I'm very aware of it. And, you know, yeah. You know what I, yeah. Yeah. And so talking to someone really does help. You know, I know people are like, and the thing is, is that I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for counseling and things like that, because those people, they're just there to listen really, and give you some tools to use. But if you can actually talk to somebody with no judgment, anything like that, they're not looking at you in any certain way. I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I, I think for me, nobody talked about that back then. You know, nobody talked about it. There wasn't a space for it. And, you know, nowadays, I'll just be honest with you, pe- people say they want men to talk about it. But when we talk about it, it's like, oh, don't be soft. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Like, what do you want us to do? You know, right. so that's why I'm a big, that's why I talk about it as much as I can on my podcast and I talk about it when I go speak because people need to know that it's okay. You know, it's okay to talk about it, you know? Right. So. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. Like you said, even nowadays, even when there's so much out there and then you're like, well, blah, 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 and then somebody's like, really? Oh, you're that soft or whatever. Right. Oh, you were puking because of anxiety. You know what I mean? Like they try yeah. to like diminish it a little bit. And, and I'm, I'm, Happy that when I hear people say that they're talking about, and especially with you working with youth, because that's when it all starts with the kids thinking that they can't talk about it, you know? Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, now, um, do you go to different schools in speech? Is that what you do? Yeah, so I go anywhere I can. I go to schools. Um, I've did some events with kids. I've been to churches and and uh, spoke to kids. You know, I also have a message for adults as well, but my audience is kids. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's awesome. And I'm sure you get that message from maybe a parent or a kid just like, wow, that really, really helped me, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, when I got into motivational speaking, first before that, I took speech class all the way up until I got in. I think middle school. Okay. So public speaking wasn't nothing I was trying to do. Okay. I hated it at Clemson when I took it. Um, but I started listening to Eric Thomas, mm-hmm. listening to Ray Lewis and Brian Dawkins and other motivational speakers. And I can remember just thinking about it nonstop. Like, man, I would say this like that. I would say this. I was like, man, I would say this. And I knew in my mind, I was like, we think about this for a reason. Like, <laughs> so. I ended up, um, I spoke to the North Myrtle Beach High School, and then I, I worked there for a year as a volunteer coach. I figured out my purpose there. That's that's where I fell in love with kids at that school. But then later after that, someone walked up to me and was like, hey, uh, and I, I knew this person. They were like, hey, we lost our speaker for FCA out of middle school. And I'm like, well, why are you telling me? <laughs> why <are> you telling me? <laughs> it's like, would you step in? I was like, all right, sure. So yeah, and I promise you, after that, I got asked to speak like every day after that. It's just yeah. like it's almost like God was like, here you go. And so yeah. Right. And that's like, the thing, like you said, with God, like so then you found your purpose and what your mission is, and then God's gonna be like, Yes, let's do this. You know, you you're you're doing what what your purpose is. And I believe with my heart and soul that we all have a purpose on this planet Earth and we all have a gift and trying to figure that out. And when we do, you know, it's like it just goes, you know, it's and and I believe that all of us have a purpose to serve. And what you're doing is definitely a service. And I I think it's the best for me, too, because when I talk about mental health and men, mental health, but I also really focus on teenagers also, because I remember what it was like when I was a teenager, you know, growing up and all the things I went through and I didn't have anybody to talk to and all of that. You know, I think though, the kids look at me when I'm talking to them, like, Oh, okay. Old lady, <laughs> like, you know, you don't have, and I, but, but I always think that, and I don't know if you feel this way too, Ricky, but you know, you plant those seeds, you know, and it doesn't mean that they're going to get it right away. But one day they could be doing something and be like, oh, I remember Miss Tammy telling me that. Or I remember Mr. Ricky telling me that, you know, and remembering that and yeah. that that you planted down the road, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I always tell people, kids, they don't listen to us, but right. everything they see, you know, yeah. without, they do it. So yeah. That's why it's important to make sure we're doing the right things when they're around. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I love the fact that you added dancing into it because my thing that I always say is I have friends that, you know, I, I'm a recovering alcoholic. So I used to only dance when I drank. And then when I quit drinking, like I was like, oh my gosh, I love dancing. How am I going to dance now? And then one day I was like, who cares? You just dance for you, you know? And so my big thing now is just, dance like nobody's watching, you know, and I've had friends that used to have to have three or four drinks before they would dance. And now they'll actually get on the dance floor with me without any, you know, and, and just be free with it. And I think you displaying that 
is such a big thing for anybody to see. Like it's okay to dance and have fun, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. But I love that you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh like I said, it's uh it's crazy how it got it got started. I mean, I was literally just, you know, I would always dance in the weight room when I was working out and one of my friends recorded it one morning, I posted it and people loved it. And I was like, okay, all right. So and I didn't care, you know, people I just only did it to make people laugh. Right. You know, give me energy. I got a lot of energy. A lot yeah. of energy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um so yeah, I got into dancing and um got the shirt made and whenever I would go to a new school, I would just ask the kids, I like, yo, who wanna who can dance? Right. Then I would I would have dance battles and then I would post the videos online and uh the kids, you know, the kids love social media. And sure. of course I of course I got beat. I've never beaten a kid in a dance battle. <laughs> <laughs> so so of course when I took this job. I was like, I'm not going to change just because they call it big college kids. Right. So they, think, they think I'm crazy as crap. They go crazy because when I got here and started doing it, it was like, who is this dude? And there's no way he's going to be able to do that for a long time. Well, here we are. Right. I'm still doing it. And when I post those videos, people always ask me, like, do they not see you dancing? They don't care. Like, what's the story? I like they're used to it, and they they just they <laughs> just walk up by. I know I was watch I was I was watching some of them, and I was cracking up. And once in a while, you'd see see somebody go like, and just yeah. shake their head. But yeah, you know man. what? A lot of times, people are looking at us like that, but they're like, "Man, I wish I could do that. I wish I was brave enough to do that." They, you know, they, they're too cool for school, but they 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 are just so used to it, so they don't it don't phase them. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now, do you teach at Clemson too? Then? No, no, no. I'm so I, I am. I'm one of the uh, strength and conditioning coaches. So, oh, okay. I played at Clemson in '06 to '09, and then um, last year in January, Coach Sweeney, who was the head coach now, he gave me the opportunity to come back. So, I work in the weight room and I train the long snappers and kickers right now. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nice. Fun. Yep. That's awesome. So, so I'm. I'm I'm the juice man. The, the I, what man? I'm the juice man. I, oh, I, gotcha. I, <laughs> gotcha. And I hear you talking like there's a, um, a shake company there, right? In South Carolina what? has a shake named after you. Smoothie King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoothie King. King. Um, so there's one, there's actually two now in Murder Beach. So how, how that, long story short with that, I was training kids. And this guy by the name of Travis would walk by and he would watch and we would talk every now and then. If you've seen my videos, I'm I'm loud and I, I scream and shout and I'm always dancing and stuff like that. So people in the gym would stop and watch and be like, who is this dude? Like so right. you, with kids, I'm ah, I'm screaming and shouting at them, you know. So when I was training kids, he would stop by and talk every now and then. And then fast forward, I think two years later. Out of the blue, he hit me up and was like, hey, man, me and my wife took over the Smoothie King with the general managers. I would love for you to be an influencer. He's like, I remember you. You were so passionate uh, with working with kids, and I would love for you to be an influencer. So I was like, I'll be honest with you. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so, But uh, this what happened. I was working with this lady, and she was doing some marketing stuff for me, and she was like, are you stupid? Like, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> so. 
I took I took I, I took the opportunity and uh it has been truly amazing, man. So I am an influence of a smoothie king and they gave me the opportunity to have my own smoothie and it's called the King Ricky Smoothie. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. when I go down to Myrtle Beach, I'm gonna have to have one because I saw the comments when you were doing your live the other day and people were like, they're so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So um, I know you have a podcast also, right? That you do on Tuesdays. I do. My podcast is called Talk to Me Tuesday. Okay. Talk to me too. Now, yeah, I, today you're interviewing one of your players, I think you said. You're supposed yeah, to yeah. Yep. Um, one of the guys that I train actually. Yep. Yep. And okay. awesome. Now, are you on Apple, Spotify, all of the platforms? My podcast is on everything. It's on all okay. it's on Spotify. Yep. Do you have a YouTube channel too? I do. I do a YouTube okay. channel. Yep. Awesome. So what yep. I'll do is I'll end up putting you down, put all everybody on here. I'll just put the links, you know, in everything so that way you can find Ricky. Um, I know you mentioned Eric Thomas, and I I I love Eric Thomas. He actually went to Michigan State here. Um yeah. you know, and so I think it was two years, maybe three years ago, you know, time goes so quick, but he was speaking, he would come every Monday and speak yeah, at yeah. Michigan State for free. Yeah. So my friend Courtney and I, man, we jumped, I knew he was coming. We jumped in our car and went up there and listened to him. And um, yeah, he's just such a great motivational speaker. And just, just another, you know, showing of you can do anything you put your mind to, you know, and that's, you know, it's, that's huge. And for you, like, like you said, with your depression and anxiety and the mental health and instead of just laying around and being like, well, this is my life. Instead, you took it and turned it around and figured out the best way to to deal with it and to help others with it. And that's, oh, yeah. that's what that's what it's all about, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. That's, I feel like that's why God always puts like amazing people in my life, because he's like, oh, you need to hear this story. You need to hear this one. And your audience needs to hear this story, you know, and it's just stories of hope. Like I say, you know, we're not we all go through things. You know, life isn't easy. Um, you know, some people are like, oh, well, Tammy, your life's rainbows and unicorns. And I'm like, no, you just think it's rainbows and unicorns. But I'll, I'll tell you the real stuff. You know, I don't I don't hide it. And um, I just think that us sharing uh, Trent Shelton, he's a motivational speaker. I don't know if you know who he is or not, but okay. he says our transformation will lead our our transparency will lead to someone else's transformation. You know, Amen. that's that's the truth. You know, and that's why why I decided to do hope and you know meet great people like you. Um, like I said at the beginning, you're my new friend and you're stuck with me forever now. <laughs> well, it's uh, well, first I, I think that that's I agree. I think that. You know, people need to hear that there are people that's going through some of the same things they're going through. Mm-hmm. I think I think the world definitely needs hope, and yeah. it needs needs somebody that's uh, that's not afraid to spread uh, you know um, good energy and, and hope. Uh, funny you say that we you stuck you say I'm stuck with you. So whenever I meet kids, a coach kids, I always tell them I say you are stuck with me for life, and, <laughs> and man. Oh man, I won't get emotional, but it's it's just crazy because when I tell kids that, a lot of them be like, "I don't believe that," you know, they don't believe that. And what kind of really hit me is when I got here and told the kids that, and they was like, "Nah, well, we had a coach before." I texted him when he left, and he didn't respond back. And I was like, I looked him in the face and I said. You are stuck with me for life. Mm. 
you get married or you have kids, you're going to tell your wife and kids about this tall, black, bald-headed guy that used to scream and shout at you. And they used to tell you, I love you and you're stuck with me for life. So mm-hmm. I tell them all the time. And when I reach out to them a year or two years later, they'll be like, man, yeah. I am like, <laughs> so, right. so I love that you say that. I love that you say yeah, that. that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome that you do that too, because that oh, yeah. does happen in life, right? You know, people are like, oh, I'll be your friend. I'll be whatever. They're for you forever. And then, like you said, then you message them and they never message you back. And you're like, what happened to, you know, but I guess people do come and people go, but you're a man of your word. So that's, that's powerful. So, yeah. 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 So this has been a great conversation. I love doing these. I always tell people, you know, in a few months or a year or whatever, we check back and check in on Ricky and see how everything's going. Now everybody's going to see um, some duet videos for sure, because I already did one the other day. I was like, oh, I need to dance to that song. (laughs) So a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And I will get down to Myrtle Beach and meet you someday too. Cause like I said, my niece lives down there. So I need to get down there and visit her anyway. So or come to Clemson. You should come to Clemson. Come Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, my friend's daughter goes to Clemson. So there we uh, go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So is there any like last words you want to say to anybody or anything? Like any inspiration? Oh, you did say something. And I and if you can remember what you said on your video Sunday, and it was something about taking life for granted, basically, but it was, I said that, uh, you know, time is what we disrespect the most until we need it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was huge when you said that, cause it's yeah. so true. You know, I was just today talking to a friend and I kind of posted the same thing yesterday. Like, you know, it's, it's so valuable and we just, we just waste it. You know, um, another friend of mine just posted the other day too. Either you could have, if somebody told you you could have $10 million tonight, yeah. Life tomorrow, what would you choose? And most people would pick their life tomorrow because you want to wake up tomorrow and $10 million doesn't mean anything if you don't wake up. But we treat we don't treat every day like that. Like every day is such a gift for us. And when you said that, I was like, wow, that's so powerful. And you know, you live your your life the days the best that you can. We don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring, we don't know what six months it's gonna bring. So, you know, you just try to live your best life that day. And and don't abuse it, you know. Don't don't abuse it. Yeah, it all starts here with the mindset. Yeah. And the- oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I, that was something else that I was just talking to somebody about. Like, I don't know how I got through so many years of my life without mindset. I <laughs> tell you, because now I'm such a big advocate of you know self development and mindset and the positivity and gratitude and all of that every day, and it will change your life. You know, people look and they're like. Oh, okay. And I'm like, no, seriously, if you wake up every day, you opened your eyes, then then you got something to be grateful for. You know, and if you turn your sentences around, like you don't say, oh, I got to go coach these kids. Instead, you're like, I get to go coach these kids, right? I get to help motivate these kids. I get to dance and have them look at me weird. <laughs> you know, that, and you turn that around all of the negative and your life will change, you know, for sure, for sure. So awesome. Well, Ricky, I appreciate you getting on Hope. I hope that you have an amazing day. And everybody, I just want to thank you all for getting on Hope. I appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, I'm on Apple, Spotify, Audible. I have a YouTube channel. I'll put the links to all Ricky's things on here. And then you guys, you know, if you're teachers at schools or anything and you need somebody to come in and talk to the kids, I guess this is your guy right here. So, all right. Well, listen, you have a great day, Ricky. And everybody else have an amazing day also.
Thanks.